I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, in excess protect you from the old system where you broke your dog you know where you expect that we are for the rebel empress yo militancy in excess protect you from the old system where you broke your dog you know where you expect eight cats up prancer circle your head like a salsa circle your head ballet dancer Prime me the kids are the chancellor Salute to the lioness order Salute to the kings and the fathers They want them a real and protect them a dream Cause them looks are the queen of the answer The rebel them are advocate Rebel music are the side effect Revolution are the final step Black woman hold up your head and guide your line in yeah. Make queen for the rebel empress Militancy in excess Protect you from the old System where you broke your dog, then no way you expect. Make way for the rebel empress, yo. Militancy in excess. Protect you from the old system where you broke your dog, then no way you expect. Come off, flash in the grass. Lioness on the hunt, no bad pass, no remarks. Or feel the burn of the lion when we pass them in dance. Respect you to the balance with no predominance. Through them do say if them cross with parts we are style We are for the rebel empress them Militancy in excess Protect you from the old system We are broke you down Then how you expect We are for the rebel empress yo Militancy in excess Protect you from the old system We are broke you down Then how you expect yo its finest can reverse all of the problems that we're finding so why we're choking on our silence as we're raising men so prone to turn to violence something isn't right we cannot tell her is a war much less to fight the fight rebel empress i ignite the fire where we are with this before we send a light make way for the rebel empress militancy in excess Protect you from the old system where you broke your dog Then no way you expect Make way for the rebel empress then Militancy in excess Protect you from the old system where you broke your dog Broke your dog where you expect Rebel up no, lioness roll out 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 
Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the weight of eight. The weight of eight. We're going to start off with the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, starting off with Leviticus 14.10 to 14.11. And on the eighth day he shall take two he-lambs without blemish, and one oo-lamb of the first year without blemish, and three-tenths deals of fine flour for a meat offering, mingled with oil, and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean, and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Leviticus 9.1 And it came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. Leviticus 14.23 And he shall bring them on the eighth Day for his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. Leviticus 15.29 And on the eighth day she shall take unto her two turtles, or two young pigeons, and bring them unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. Leviticus 22.27 When a bullock or a sheep or a goat is brought forth, then it shall be seven days under the dam, and from the eighth day and thenceforth it shall be accepted 
or an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Leviticus 23.36 Seven days ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. On the eighth day shall be a holy convocation unto you, and ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. It is a solemn assembly, and ye shall do no servile work therein. Leviticus 25.22 And ye shall sow the eighth year, and eat yet of old fruit until the ninth year. Until her fruits come in, ye shall eat of the old store. Numbers 7.54 On the eighth day offered Gamaliel, the son of Pedazer, prince of the children of Manasseh. Numbers 29.35 On the eighth day ye shall have a solemn assembly. Ye shall do no servile work therein. Romans 12.16-12.18 Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. 1 Peter 3.8 Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Be courteous. Colossians 3.12-3.13 Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Job 31.6 Let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know mine integrity. Psalms 62.9 Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Deuteronomy 8.18 But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Proverbs 11.1 1. A false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. And Proverbs 16.11 A just weight and balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are his work. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, The Weight of Eight, Blessings and Grace. Tonight, Carlyle. Keep holding 
everything you've been through was only to test you. So I stand here to encourage you, to tell you it's not the end. You
Blessings and grace, and welcome to tonight's theme, The Weight of Eight. The number eight is a very significant number that is used 73 times in the Bible. It is the symbol of resurrection and regeneration. In Bible numerology, eight means new beginning. It denotes a new order or creation and man's true born-again event when he is resurrected from the dead into eternal life. Since eight comes after seven, the number of completeness signifying an end to something, it implies eight is associated with the beginning of a new era or that of a new order. The eight creative words of God in six days in Genesis chapter 1, verses 3, 6, 9, 11, 14, 20, 24, 26, speak of a new order. God rested on the seventh day, and on the eighth day was a new beginning. Yeshua rose on the eighth day, the first day of the week, which was a new beginning for the world. There were eight persons that were saved from the flood in Noah's ark in order to have a new beginning for mankind. Also, eight men, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, James, Peter, Jude, and Paul, were chosen by the Most High to enable us to have the New Testament in written form. Yeshua presented eight beautitudes in his Sermon on the Mount to new believers destined for the Most High's kingdom. The eight beautitudes of Yeshua are, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Gospel of St. Matthew 5, 3-10 While the beautitudes of Yeshua provide a way of life that promises salvation, they also bring peace in the midst of our trials and tribulations on this earth. An early contemplation of the Beatitudes came from St. Gregory of Nyssa, a mystic who lived in Cappadocia in Asia Minor around 380 AD. He described the Beatitudes in this way. Beatitude is a possession of all things held to be good, from which nothing is absent that a good desire may want. Perhaps the meaning of Beatitude may become clearer to us if it is compared with its opposite. Now the opposite of beautitude is misery. Misery means being afflicted unwillingly with painful sufferings. Now just to recount, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Poor in spirit means to be humble. Humility is the realization that all your gifts and blessings come from the grace of the Most High. Blessed are those, are they who mourn, for they shall be comforted. If we are humble and appreciate that all of our gifts are blessings that come from the Most High, 
we grow in love and gratitude for Yeshua. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. The beatitudes are arranged like so many steps, so as to facilitate the ascent from one to another. For example, a humble person comes to be meek, or becomes gentle and kind, and exhibits a docility of spirit, even in the face of adversity and hardship. Yeshua was meek and humble of heart. A person that is meek is one that exhibits self-control. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. A continuous desire for justice and moral perfection will lead one to the fulfillment of that transition, of that desire, a conversion to holiness. This is true for all virtues. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy is a loving disposition toward those who suffer distress. Love, compassion, and forgiveness will bring peace in your relationships. Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. To be pure of heart means to be free of all selfish intentions and self-seeking desires. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. The Most High wants you first to be filled with the blessings of peace and then to pass it on to those who have need of it. By imitating the Most High's love of man, the peacemakers become children of the Most High. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, but theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The biblical passage continues, Blessed are you when men revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so men persecuted the prophets who were before you. In the Hebrew scriptures, the number eight sometimes is used symbolically to represent that which is a surplus or a completion, a completion of a thing. With the number seven being the number of completion, perfection, fine-tuned, fullness. Eight can be best understood as still part of the whole, just greater than the whole. The basket is full of grain, and then there's a surplus, a symbolic seven, then an eight. And the eighth Hebrew letter is ket, and means a dividing wall. If you divide eight by four, the original numbers of letters, and you arrive at the second letter, which would be the letter dal, and means a doorway. According to Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, eight is shimone, and feminine shimona and apparently from a shaman through the idea of plumpness, a cardinal number. Eight as if a surplus above the perfect seven. The number eight is the symbol of harmony and balance. It symbolizes the ability to make decisions. Eight symbolizes abundance and power. The Pythagoreans called the number eight Ogdod and considered it the little holy number. Number eight is a lucky number in China. It's a very lucky number in China, and China 8 is a homonym for prosperity. When pronounced, it sounds much like the word prosper. The eighth day of the Chinese New Year is the day for the annual gathering of all the gods in heaven. Scorpio is the eighth astrological sign of the zodiac. The number 8 is the number of Saturn. In Tarot, 
Eight is the card for justice or strength. And strength symbolizes inner strength and determination. The Latin word for eight is octo. The amount of clouds in the sky is measured in octus. And most umbrellas have eight sides. An octagon is a polygon that has eight sides. And the stop sign has eight sides. In the world of computers, a byte has eight bits. And the number eight is the atomic number for oxygen. Spiders have eight legs. An octopus has eight arms. And the mathematical symbol for infinity is like an eight on its side. There are eight fluid ounces in a cup. And there are eight pints in a gallon. There are eight planets in our solar system. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. It takes eight minutes for the sun's light to reach Earth. The saying behind the eight or behind the eight ball is the English expression implying that one is in an embarrassing situation or out of luck or in trouble. There were eight gates surrounding the ancient city of Babylon in Mesopotamia. The eighth gate was named the Gate of Ishtar. Ishtar was the goddess of love and war. Ishtar was the queen of earth and heaven. She was the morning and evening star. Ishtar was the equivalent of the Sumerian goddess Inanna. In Judaism, on the eighth day, when Abram was 99 years old, the Most High appeared before him. Hanukkah, the festival of lights, lasts eight days. And the eight laws of charity. In Judaism, tzedakah is a religious requirement of charity regardless of a person's financial status. Mamadis has eight laws of giving, which are giving an interest-free loan to a person in need, giving a grant to a person in need, giving tzedakah anonymously to an unknown beneficiary via a person or public fund, who or which can be trusted, giving tzedakah anonymously to a known receiver, giving publicly to an unknown receiver, giving prior to being asked, giving adequately after being asked, giving willingly but insufficiently, giving in sadness, giving because of the distressing feeling one gets seeing somebody in need. And Buddhism, the number eight, represents the eightfold path, also known as the middle way. This is the way Buddhist followers go to achieve nirvana at the end of suffering. Right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. In the Tao's philosophy, there were eight immortals. They were not gods, but had earned eternal life. They had supernatural powers and mastered magic. They could fly through the air at very high speed, and their mission was to fight evil. The Eight Immortals. Buddhist missionaries brought eight auspicious symbols to China. They are known as Ashchamangala. They are often used in art and in the household. And they are the Lotus Flower, Endless Knot, Golden Fish Pear, the Victory Banner, the Wheel of Dharma, the Treasure Vase, Parasol, and the Conch Shell. The number eight in Hinduism. It's used in the compatibility of marriage. Marital compatibility is based on eight parameters. Each of the parameters gives a certain amount of marks, adding up to 36 marks. If the couple has at least 18 marks, 
they will be fine and it is safe for them to be engaged. The eight parameters are ego development, mutual attraction, health and well-being, biological compatibility, intellectual and spiritual level, temperament, family welfare, appearance, and health, as well as Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess of wealth. The star of Lakshmi is the eight-pointed star made up of two squares. The points symbolize the eight kinds of wealth provided by Lakshmi. Eight is the number of perfection, the infinity. In mathematics, the symbol of the infinity is represented by an eight laid down. It's also the symbol of cosmic Christ, number figuring in the immutable eternity or the self-destruction. It represents also the final point of manifestation. In China, the eight expresses the totality of the universe, number of the balances and of the cosmic order, according to the Egyptians. It's the number expressing the matter. It is also the symbol of the incarnation in the matter, which becomes itself creative and autonomous, governing its own laws. The number eight corresponds to the New Testament. It is the symbol of the new life, the final resurrection, and the anticipated resurrection that is the baptism. According to Clement of Alexandria, the Christ places under the sign of eight the one he made to be born again. It represents the totality and the coherence of the creation in evolution. It represents the earth, not in its surface, but in its volume, since eight is the first cubic number. The Pythagoreans have made the eight the symbol of love and friendship, the prudence and the thinking, and they have called it the great tetrix. In Babylon, in Egypt, and in Arabia, it was the number of the duplication devoted to the sun, from where the solar disk is decorated of a cross with eight arms. The number eight means the multiplicity for the Japanese, a favorable number associated with prosperity. It is the number of the restful day after the seventh day of creation. The number eight is used four times in the Quran, and there are eight numbers, one, two, three, five, seven, ten, and twelve, that are common in the four Gospels and the Revelation. It means that each of them is used at least once in the Revelation and in the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And as I mentioned earlier, in Buddhism, it's part of the eightfold path of Buddhism and also the Four Noble Truths. And the Four Noble Truths are, life in the world is full of suffering. There is a cause of this suffering. It is possible to stop the suffering. And there is a path which leads to the cessation of suffering. And those paths, again, are right views, right resolve, right speech, right conduct, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration. In numerology, the number eight is a building number. It builds things. Eight is a business and finance number. That builds companies, institutions, roads, procedures, and other things of value to society. The number eight is the most material number of all. Eight tends to build things that endure for a long time. Think corporations, bridges, buildings, institutions, and roads. 
A person with an eight in a prominent numerology chart position generally is a pragmatic individual. They tend to be efficient to manage people effectively for achieving a common goal and to naturally see the steps required to get things done. The number eight can be thought of as a number of basic tone or vibration. As an overview, the numerology number eight represents a composite energy containing the ideas of building, business, realism, efficiency, balance, and organization. The number eight is perhaps the most misunderstood of all single-digit numbers, as novices and professionals alike always seem to hammer on the money and power image of the eight. It's true that the number eight, more than any other number, puts the emphasis in the areas of career, business, finance, and authority. However, as with many other single-digit numbers, the shape of the number reflects its most important attribute. And in the case of the number eight, that is first and foremost, balance. The eight balances the material and immaterial world. It is as spiritual as it is materialistic. The spiritual side of eight is practical, realistic, and intelligence. It knows the difference between make-believe and genuine spiritual realizations. On the material plane, it's focused on results, often in the form of money. It's not greedy. It sees money as a tool, not as an end result. It is generous and willing to take risks. People with strong eights in their chart often make and lose fortunes a couple of times during their life. Spiritually, eight is the goal of the initiate. Having gone through the seven stages, eight is infinity, paradise regained. Eight is solidarity as the first cube, and it denotes perfection by virtue of its six surfaces. There are eight winds and intermediate directions of space. Eight represents the pairs of opposites. The octagon is the beginning of the transformation of the square into a circle and vice versa. Eight in many cultures and ideologies seem to have similar meanings. Felicity, perfect rhythm, regeneration, and resurrection. In Buddhist tradition, eight is the completion, all possibilities. In the Chinese system of belief, eight represents the whole. In Christianity, eight is regeneration and rebirth. For the Egyptian, eight is the number of Thoth. In Hebrew, eight is perfect intelligence, splendor. The digit value of Ahe Vohe and is the number of the Lord. The temple was sanctified in eight days. In the Hermetic order in their system, Thoth or Hermes was the inventor of numbers and geometry. An eight-by-eight symbolism in Hindu is the order of the celestial world established on earth. Temples are built on the pattern of the mandala, which is an eight-by-eight symbol. In their belief system, there are eight regions of the world, suns, divisions of the day, and eight chakras. In Islam, the throne which encompasses the world is supported by eight angels, corresponding to both the eight divisions of space and the groups of letters in the Arabic alphabet. For Japanese, eight is the many. There are eight gods in heaven. Platonic, Plato, has eight spears of different colors surrounding the luminous pillars of heaven. Eight is solidarity and stability. An eight is to be 
all possibilities in manifestation. Two overlapping squares or an octogram also represents duality. Each point of the square represents the four cardinal directions and the four elements, air, water, earth, and fire. The top of the octogram represents the positive aspects of the elements, and the bottom square represents the negative. The symbolic meaning of an octagon deals with regeneration, totality, infinity, rebirth, and transition. The octagon is found in baptisories as a symbol of representing eternal life, likely because the number eight is symbolic of renewal. We see further religious architectural connections when we recognize many sacred buildings, churches, and temples were designed with octagonal structures supporting a dome on top. The interplay between the circle, the dome, and the square found in an angular octagon speaks of the transitional dance between earth and heaven. The circle is symbolic of the heavens, also eternity, infinity, and the angularity of the square is symbolic of earthly presence. This is an amazingly profound concept, one that many ancient orders were aware of, and so took the time to design their places of worship with no symbolic detail unmissed. An interesting side note, the eighth step upon the sacred stairway ascending to the first heavens climbed by Muhammad led to the sea of illumined angels in deep and focused meditation upon the highest of holies. Eight is symbolic of the new life. The anticipated resurrection, that is the baptism of believers, and the final resurrection, that is the raising up of the saints. To confirm this, Yeshua showed himself alive eight times after his resurrection from the dead. Matthew 28:16 to 17, Mark 16:9 to 11, Luke 24:15 to 52, John 20, 19 to 24, and 26 to 29 and 21, 1 to 24, Acts 1, 3 to 10, and 1 Corinthians 15, 4 to 7. As eight is beyond seven or perfection, it can mean the overflow or exceed completion. Yahweh, the four-letter name of God, each letter also has a numerical value, and they are 10 plus 5 plus 6 plus 5, which equals 26, and 2 plus 6 equals 8. 8 is the renewal, the rebirth, that captures balance within the infinite. The weight of 8. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace. Thank you. 
Nah, this is our story, this is our fate This is our kingdom, this is our place This is our freedom, cut off them chains This is our struggle, this is our pain This is our love, this is our trust This is our daughters, this is our sons Give me back my wings Oh, give me back my wings See, I just wanna fly again Wanna try, you fail, try to try again Head up in the stars, I promise I'm higher than the right person for the job You hired to fire them, I'll be working for the same thing same Towards thing. the same goal, same are we losing the passion of which we came for? Okay. I was strong but identifying the same flaws same Fighting each other but battling for the same cause Let me breathe, ain't got the time to be your enemy That shit is draining and taking up too much energy I'd rather invest in something that's worth it The time is precious, if it seems to waste it It's something that you'll never see, hold me to it Everything is just a memory It's getting more distending, never more distending I remember I am not fucking about getting more vicious than ever I ain't prayed in a minute Before you judge me, hold that thought and let me finish For a long time I thought that praying was just asking for things Like the road to riches and diamond rings But now I know that I just gotta be thankful Blessings every day, shit, I've got my hands full Lessons every day, I'm learning from all angles Mum, stop stressing over shit that I'ma handle No, you know, you see me got you, I ain't even got to say it The album's here, I hope you love it, hope you play it I know you knew this day will come, I know you prayed it Can't wait to look at you and tell you that I made it See, it's amazing Good things come to the people that wait and I waited Tell me, do you believe the quote above I stated? Nobody handed me a dream, I had to chase it I had to be business-minded and put aside my feelings I had to find my own truth, my own meanings Wrote this in the same page and that started in. Had to dream big, had to look beyond my ceiling Do you feel it? Feel it. Hand on my heart, if only you could feel the way it's beating I mean it, I mean it This is the type of music that ain't ever gonna sell Well, should've never ever told me that Should've never ever told me that What if I prove you wrong, tell me now, could you live with that? No, you wouldn't wanna live with that I ain't saying this will go to number one, no, I ain't saying that I know you know that I ain't saying that I just wanna do this all for my people, fuck the rest Keep me wrong, every time, nothing more, nothing less And it goes like, no time for these old lives I'm onto something bigger with thanks to the most high But I'm a more relentless and less defensive, it's in my mechanism Don't give a fuck about cold sides, never scared of giving them something that's too real they don't have to play this, I know that you will, and you will huh. No, you can't ignore it, now. many of us want this life, but just ain't caught up for it yeah, yeah. So don't you ever, don't you ever, forget who told you this, no Don't you ever, don't you ever, see this is for your kids, yeah Don't you ever, don't you ever, overlook this here So this is our message, this is our faith this is our voice, this is our names, this is our new, no we want change This is our sun, this is our rain, this is our win, this is our fail This is our hands, how can we help? This is our heaven, this is our hell, this is our story, this is our tale, our tale
we have to move away from that and see more about awareness, you know, you know, consciousness, you know, liberating music. Yeah. 
blessings and grace, and I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off with USA Today. Democrats called Stephen Miller a white nationalist and asked for resignation after the SPLC report. More Democratic lawmakers are calling for the resignation of senior White House advisor Stephen Miller following a report from the Southern Poverty Law Center that claimed leaked emails showed Miller promoted white nationalist literature to Breitbart from 2015 to 2016. The leaders of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, Congressional Black Caucus, Congressional Hispanic Caucus, and Congressional Asian Pacific American Caucus issued a joint statement on Thursday asking Miller to step down in light of the report. It is clearer than ever that Stephen Miller is a far-right white nationalist with a racist and xenophobic worldview. His beliefs are appalling, indefensible, and completely at odds with public service, said the statement from Representatives Mark Pocan, Pramila Jayapal, Karen Bass, Joaquin Castro, and Judy Chu. This statement followed calls from other Democrats for Miller's resignation, including high-profile freshman lawmakers, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York and Ilan Omar, of Minnesota. Moving forward to the New York Daily News.com, George Zimmerman files $100 million lawsuit against Trayvon Martin's family. More than seven years after he fatally shot their unarmed teen son, George Zimmerman is coming after Trayvon Martin's parents for millions of dollars. The Neighborhood Watch volunteer is suing Martin's parents and others for $100 million in a proceeding filed Wednesday in Polk County, Florida. Zimmerman was acquitted of second-degree murder charges in 2013, but the suit contends the only reason he was charged in the first place was due to a testimony from a fake witness, Rachel Gentel, who at one point was identified as Eugenia Diamond, a nickname but who the lawsuit alleges are in fact two people. Both names are listed as defendants in the lawsuit. In addition, he's suing Trayvon Martin's parents, Sabrina Fulton and Tracy Martin. Family attorney Benjamin Crump, Crump's book publisher, and prosecutors who tried his case for the killing of the 17-year-old in Sanford, Florida. I have every confidence that this unfounded and reckless lawsuit will be revealed for what it is, another failed attempt to defend the indefensible, and a shameless attempt to profit off the lives and grief of others, Crump said in a statement, on behalf of himself and Martin's parents. This plaintiff continues to display a callous disregard for everyone but himself, re-victimizing individuals whose lives were shattered by his own misguided actions. He would have us believe that he is the innocent victim of a deep conspiracy despite the complete lack of any credible evidence to support his outlandish claims. Zimmerman's suit claims the so-called fake witness had been coached to testify that she was Martin's girlfriend and they had been on the phone just before he was shot. Neither of these things were the case, the lawsuit alleges. Zimmerman's attorney, Larry Clayman, a former United States Justice Department prosecutor and the founder of the conservative activist group Judicial Watch, said the case against his client hinged on testimony from fake witness Diamond Eugene. On February 26, 2012, 
Martin was visiting his father and his dad's fiancée at the retreat at Twin Lakes Housing Development. He was returning to the development from a 7-Eleven after buying some Skittles and an Arizona watermelon fruit juice cocktail. Zimmerman called the cops and reported Martin as suspicious. Zimmerman said he began following Martin, and the police dispatcher said, okay, we don't need you to do that. Zimmerman, however, continued to pursue the teen. The two got into a physical confrontation, and Zimmerman shot Martin. The teen was pronounced dead at the scene by a paramedic. A week later, Martin's family attorney, Benjamin Crump, produced a recorded audio tape of Diamond Eugene, whom he said was Trayvon's 16-year-old girlfriend who was on the phone with Trayvon just before the altercation claimant alleges. However, two weeks later, 18-year-old Rachel Gentel, the alleged imposter, appeared before prosecutors claiming to be Diamond Eugene and provided false statements to incriminate Zimmerman based on coaching others. Claimant cites newly discovered evidence in a recently published book and documentary by Joel Gilbert, The Trayvon Hoax, unmasking the witness fraud that divided America. Both put forth the theory that Jean Tell was not his girlfriend and had not been speaking with him on the phone. Pray for the family of Trayvon Martin and pray that justice is done in some semblance in this horrific lawsuit that this horrific man is putting forth against his now still grieving family. Moving forward to the DailyMail.co.uk, Donald Trump is the first president in history to use the Patriot Act to detain a United States resident forever without charge, calling the man a continued security threat to justify holding him three years after his scheduled release. Since the War of Terror was officially declared in 2001, Adham Amin Hussoun, who was in his late 50s, has spent a near majority of his time behind bars. Hassoun was found guilty of cutting checks to extremist-linked Muslim charities outlawed by Congress after the 9-11 attacks. He was sentenced to 15 years in federal prison and was scheduled to be released in 2007. However, the Trump administration had other plans. Hassoun remains under the detention of the ICE officials in New York. After the Trump administration enacted Section 412 of the Patriot Act for the first time. The clause allows the government to perpetually, perpetually detain non-citizens imprisoned on American soil who are deemed to be a reasonable threat to the United States. Officials said Hassoun, who moved to the United States in 1989, poses a continuing threat to recruit, plan, participate in, and provide material support for terrorist activity. The government's repeated and now unprecedented efforts to keep our client in prison indefinitely and without charge are unconstitutional, his attorney said. Moving forward to Detroit.CBSLocal.com. Male birth control that's injected into the groin could be available in six months. An injectable male contraceptive, which lasts approximately 13 years, has successfully completed a clinical trial and could be available to the public within the next seven months. Scientists in India said, the new birth control method involves injecting a polymer made of a compound called styrene, maleic, and a hydride into the vast deference, effectively blocking sperm 
from leaving the testicles. The trials are over, including extended phase three clinical trials for which 303 candidates were recruited with a 97.3 success rate and no reported side effects, Dr. R.S. Sharma, senior scientist with the Indian Council of Medical Research, told the Hindustan Times. The manufacture, sale, and distribution of new medical innovation in India requires approval from Drug Controller General of India. That's expected to take about six to seven months. It's the first time in the world from India, so we have to be extra careful about approval. We're looking at all aspects, especially the good manufacturing practice certification that won't raise any questions about its quality, said V.G. Samani, the Drug Controller General of India. The council said the contraceptive was designed as a replacement to a surgical vasectomy. Non-surgical procedures are always preferred over surgical procedures because they will be safer and less evasive, said Dr. Anup Kumar, head of urology and renal transplant department of the Saf Dejong Hospital. Researchers in the United States have been working on a similar contraceptive called Fasilagel, but it's still under development. Moving forward to QZ.com, not a single refugee was resettled in the United States last month. Last month, for the first time since records began, the number of refugees resettled in the United States hits zero. The nosedive is a result of the State Department freeze on admissions. According to the World Relief Press release, resulting in hundreds of canceled flights and yet more uncertainty for the thousands of refugees hoping to resettle in the United States, the department has issued an admission ceiling of 18000 for the financial year 2020, the lowest in almost 30 years and well below the number of displaced people already in the pipeline to be resettled in the United States. There couldn't be a worse time for it. The United Nations estimates there are around 26 million refugees worldwide, many of whom are victims of torture or women and girls fleeing persecution or violence. Others may be victims of the war in Syria, where the withdrawal of United States troops has generated chaos and further devastation. Barely half a percent of the 26 million will be resettled at all. And even then, only after a process of intensive screening from admitting states, noted Filippo Grandi, the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, in a statement released yesterday. At a time of record forced displacement in the world, lower admission constraints, UNHCR's ability to deliver on its refugee protection mandate and diminish our humanitarian negotiating power on a global level, he added. While states are barred from expelling asylum seekers or returning them to any country in which they would face persecution, they are under no legal obligation to accept any number of refugees. Moving forward to Haritz.com, Netanyahu charged with bribery, fraud, and breach of trust capping a dramatic political year. Netanyahu becomes the first sitting prime minister in Israel's history to be charged with bribery in a case involving quid pro quo with telecom tycoon. For the first time in Israel's history, a sitting prime minister is accused of bribery. Attorney General Avachai Melbit announced Thursday Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu would be charged with bribery, fraud, and breach in three corruption cases, dubbed cases 4,000, 2,000, and 1,000. 
The indictment comes after a four-day hearing with Netanyahu's defense team last month, followed by weeks of intensive discussion at the Attorney General's office. Laying out the charges in a press conference, Mendelblit said he made the decision to indict the Prime Minister with a heavy heart, but wholeheartedly, stressing it was not an issue of left-ring or white-ring politics, and that enforcing the laws is not a matter of choice. The Attorney General lamented that while conducting a professional hearing process, we've witnessed repeated attempts to delegitimize the people who were involved in the investigations. He defended his colleagues, saying these people acted out of proper motives. The delegitimization was meant to create the impression that any decision taken would be wrong. The investigations are based on broad-based evidence and testimony, which were professionally reviewed. No stone was left unturned, the Attorney General said. Moving forward to Reuters.com, pot stocks soar as the United States House Committee clears bill on federal weed legislation. Shares of marijuana companies rose on Thursday after a United States Congressional Committee passed a legislation to decriminalize cannabis, taking it a step closer to being approved by the Democratic-controlled House of Representatives. The bill, which passed 24 to 10 in the House Judiciary Committee on Wednesday, sent shares of cannabis growth, Weed.2, Aurora Cannabis, AGB.2, Afira Inc., HPHA.2, and Tilray Inc., T-L-R-Y dot O, up between 8% and 15%. We think federal legislation would be a big positive for investor settlement surrounding cannabis equities, which have been battered by oversupply and a steep price decline for the underlying commodity since becoming legal in Canada, said Garrett Nelson, senior equity analyst for CFRA Research. The approval comes two months after the House passed the bill to advance legislation that would allow banks to provide services to cannabis companies in states where it's legal. The latest bill, which has more than 50 co-sponsors, enables states to set their own policies while allowing to expunge federal marijuana convictions and arrests. Additionally, the bill will authorize a 5% federal sales tax on marijuana products that are manufactured in or imported into the United States. However, analysts were skeptical about the future of the bill. It's such an early step in a long process that there are no near-term implications for cannabis stocks. The Senate isn't likely to approve it, even if the House were to do so, said Alan Brockstein, managing partner of New Cannabis Ventures. Shares in the sector are down more than 25% this year, according to the Alternative Harvest ETF, which tracks cannabis-related stocks, taking a blow from a slow rollout of retail stores and oversupply in Canada, as well as uncertainties related to United States regulations. Weed companies have been spending heavily to expand and strike partnerships in the United States, banking on more states legalizing cannabis for both recreational and medical use. Currently, 11 United States states have legalized marijuana for recreational use, while 33 states have approved it for medical purposes. And moving forward to usatoday.com. White House, CDC, feuding over study of toxic chemicals in drinking water. A multi-million dollar federal study on toxic chemicals in drinking water across the country 
is facing delays because of a dispute within the Trump administration, according to several people involved in the study who have knowledge of the process. The dispute has implications for more than half of a dozen communities where drinking water has been heavily contaminated. With PFAS, concerns about the chemicals have exploded nationally in recent years following decades of PFAS use in products including non-stick cookware, water-resistant clothing, food packaging, carpets, and military firefighting foams. Scientists say significant delays could limit the effectiveness of the study. The unregulated chemicals are known to exist at some level in the drinking water of tens of millions of Americans, with one estimate placing the number as high as 110 million. The chemicals are also subject of Dark Waters, a film released in November starring Mark Ruffalo and Anne Hathaway. Some prior studies on PFAS have linked the chemicals to health problems including high cholesterol, reproductive issues, and testicular and kidney cancer. Other studies have failed to replicate some of those results, as some PFAS are better researched than others, leaving the exact implications of exposure unknown. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology, blessings, and grace.
Blessings and Grace, and I'm back with tech knowledge, starting off on businessghana.com. Jack Ma in Ethiopia to promote digital economy. Jack Ma, the Chinese businessman and founder of e-commerce and technology giant Alibaba, is in Addis Ababa. For the launch of Electric World Trade Platform in Ethiopia, EWTP, the private sector-led initiative works with governments to promote e-commerce. Ethiopia hopes EWTP will help promote its exports in the global market and open up new markets for small businesses. The event is taking place at the capital's ICT Park, which was built with the aim of making Ethiopia the technology hub of Africa and providing needed infrastructure for IT companies. Mr. Ma's visit comes a year after he met Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed at Alibaba's headquarters in Hangzhou, China, last year. Moving forward to thegrio.com, former Concast exec defends Byron Allen lawsuit, exposes companies dealing with black networks. Another major voice is speaking out about the cable giant Comcast and a shaky relationship with black business owners, and this time, it's a company insider. On Friday, Paula Madison, a former NBC Universal executive, released a statement alleging that the company left black cable networks to fail, even while it touted them as examples of diversity. Comcast owns NBC Universal. Madison was present during an MOU, Memorandum of Understanding Negotiations, in 2011, in which Comcast agreed to launch channels led by black entrepreneurs such as Sean Diddy Combs of Revolt and Magic Johnson of Arise. However, Madison says her concerns about a lack of meaningful distribution, i.e. guaranteed subscribers and revenue, fell on deaf ears. I shared these concerns with Comcast that the African-American networks would be positioned to fail. And Comcast made it clear it was only committed to launching these networks and not giving them the necessary distribution and economic support to succeed, period. Madison, whose family investment business is the largest stakeholder in the Africa Channel, which is run by Comcast, says the company has not been a good business partner in that regard either. The Africa Channel's TAC relationship with Comcast has been cordial, but our economic relationship cannot be described as a good one, says Madison. Comcast spends in excess of $12 billion in licensing cable networks in which Black-owned networks receive a negligible amount. Madison retired from NBC in 2011 after 35 years in the news business and has been named one of the 75 most powerful African-Americans in corporate America. Her statement comes the same week as Sean Diddy Combs blasts Comcast for its legal attack on the Civil Rights Act of 1866 as it battles Byron Allen in court over racial discrimination claims. Similar to Madison, Diddy claims his Revolt TV network was left to flounder after its initial launch. As someone who was a corporate insider and helped to craft the MOU, I can honestly say that after reading Sean Diddy Combs' official statement about Comcast, he has every reason to feel the way he does, she said. I believe Byron Allen's $20 billion lawsuit must be allowed to proceed to trial 
so we can hear all the details of the truth. Moving forward to SmithsonianMag.com, scientists 3D print skin that develops working blood vessels. A promising new technique could lead to lasting skin grafts after burns or other injuries, creating durable, natural-looking skin substitute to cover burn injuries or other wounds has been a bioengineer's holy grail for decades. Now we may be much closer thanks to a new technique for 3D printing skin, complete with working blood vessels. The research done at the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute, RPI, and Yale University uses living human skin cells to turn into liquid bioink. The bioink is used to print artificial skin which then grows its own blood vessel system. The vasculature is very important because that's how the host and the graft talk to each other, says Pankaj Karandi, a professor of chemical and biological engineering at RPI, who led the research. Communication between the host and graft is critical if the skin substitute is not to be rejected by the body. While several investigations of bioprinting skin with blood vessel systems have shown success, 3D printing sweat glands and controlling skin pigmentation has had various results, they write. They also point out that new skin products will face regulatory hurdles and that hospitals would need to develop new infrastructures and processes for creating and using the graphs. We're still at the basic research stage, Harandi says. We're still figuring out the basic problems and what the right answers might be. So they have 3D printed skin that develops its own working blood vessels. Moving forward to CNET.com, FCC backs tech to let self-driving cars talk to everything. Federal Communications and Commission Chairman Ajit Pai issued a proposal Wednesday to dedicate slivers of the 5.9 gigahertz spectrum band to unlicensed Wi-Fi use and the use of Qualcomm's cellular vehicle-to-everything protocol, C-V2X. The move is considered somewhat controversial since it goes against recommendations from the United States Department of Transportation. The Qualcomm technology promises to let vehicles wirelessly communicate with one another and with traffic signals and other roadside gear, improving both functionality and safety. It's a harbinger of even greater capabilities when 5G networks become widespread reality. The FCC's proposal is good news for companies like Qualcomm, which has helped develop the C-V2X technology in car companies such as Ford, Audi, BMW, Damier, and Tesla, which plan to use the technology to provide vehicle-to-vehicle communications. C-V2X uses LTE networks and will eventually use 5G technology to provide reliable, short- and long-range transmission of data between vehicles and infrastructure. With 5G technology, it won't just allow cars to broadcast their locations, speed, and directions, something some already do today with 4G network. In the future, they'll be able to negotiate taking turns at stop signs or merging into lanes. They'll be able to communicate with traffic signals to synchronize a trip with green lights. Vehicles could also talk to one another to create a platoon to squeeze more cars on the road and improve fuel economy. Even though 
Pi is throwing his weight behind the C-V2X technology for the future. His proposal will seek comment and explore the option of maintaining some dedicated spectrum to support DSRC. Advocates of each will be able to make their case, Pi said. The FCC is scheduled to vote on the proposal at its December 12th meeting. Moving forward to scientificamerican.com, NASA's Curiosity rover finds unexplained oxygen on Mars. NASA's Curiosity rover, for three Martian years, nearly six years to us Earthlings, has been sniffing the air above Mars Gale Crater, its near-equatorial exploration site, using its sample analysis at Mars, SAM, Portable Chemistry Lab. The rover has ascertained not only what the surface atmosphere is made of, but also how its gases change with the seasons. Many of Mars' gases are very well behaved, said Melissa Trainer, a planetary scientist at NASA and a team member on the SAM experiment. One, however, appears to be behaving in a decidedly unexpected and altogether bizarre manner. Oxygen. Scientists have long known that carbon dioxide on Mars, which makes up 95% of the planet's atmosphere, freezes out over the poles in the winter and sublimates back into gas in the summer. In the thin air around the Gale Crater, Curiosity's measurements have shown tiny amounts of inert argon and nitrogen periodically rising and falling as expected due to the seasonal cycling of carbon dioxide. Curiosity's instruments also registered atmospheric oxygen rising and falling at similar times, but in amounts that defy easy explanation. There was far more of it during the spring and summer and less of it in the winter than the seasonal whooshing back and forth of other gases would predict. That suggests something is making or unleashing stores of oxygen in the warmer months and trapping or swallowing it up during frigid ones. It could be a geological, chemical, atmospheric, or perhaps even a biological process. But right now, no one has the foggiest as to what the culprit actually is. Although the oxygen's trampolining certainly appears to be a local feature, it might be a regional or even global peculiarity. Moving forward to businessinsider.com, Google's parent company Alphabet is getting back into robots, but this time it's using AI to create robots that can learn on their own. Alphabet X Group and the R&D lab formerly known as Google X introduced the Everyday Robot Project on Thursday. The project comes out of Alphabet's string of robotic acquisitions several years ago, which had been put on hold. The new project is focused on building robots capable of useful everyday tasks like sorting, recycling. Alphabet's X Group said it will focus on AI-enabled robots that can learn tasks on their own rather than being programmed to do specific things. Our next challenge is to see if we can take what the robot learned in this task and apply that learning to another task without rebuilding the robot or writing a ton of code from scratch. This could prove to be impossible, but we'll give it a shot, Ronmo wrote. This isn't the first time that Google has bet on robotics as the future of tech. In 2013, Google bought several top robotic companies, including Boston Dynamics, but the project was scrapped after two years, and many of the acquired companies have now been spun off. Now Google seems to be picking up where it left off in a quest to build 
household robots. Moving forward to the NewYorkTimes.com, with a laser, researchers say they can hack Alexa, Google Home, or Siri. Since voice control data assistants were introduced a few years ago, security experts have fretted that systems like Apple's Siri and Amazon's Alexa were a privacy threat and could be easily hacked. But the risk presented by the cleverly pointed light was probably not on anyone's radar. Researchers in Japan and at the University of Michigan said Monday that they had found a way to take over Google Home, Amazon's Alexa, or Apple Siri devices from hundreds of feet away by shining laser pointers or even flashlights at the device's microphones. In one case, they said, they opened a garage door by shining a laser beam at a voice assistant that was connected to it. They also climbed 140 feet to the top of a bell tower at the University of Michigan and successfully controlled a Google Home device on the fourth floor of an office building 230 feet away. And by focusing their lasers using a telephoto lens, they said they were able to hijack a voice assistant more than 350 feet away. Opening the garage door was easy, the researchers said. With the light commands, the researchers could have hijacked any digital smart system attached to the voice-controlled assistants. They said they could have easily switched the lights on and off, made online purchases, or opened a front door protected by a smart lock. They even could have remotely unlocked or started a car that was connected to the device. This opens up an entirely new class of vulnerabilities, said Kevin Fu, an associate professor of electrical engineering and computer science at the University of Michigan. It's difficult to know how many products are affected because this is so basic. The computer science and electrical engineering researchers, Takashi Sugawa at the University of Electrocommunications in Japan, and Mr. Fu, Daniel Ginkin, and Sarah Mpanzi, and Benjamin Carr at the University of Michigan released their findings in a paper on Monday. This is the tip of the iceberg, Mr. Fu said. There is a wide gap between what computers are supposed to do and what they actually do. With the Internet of Things, they can do unadvertised behaviors. And this is just one example. An Amazon spokeswoman said that the company had not heard of anyone other than the researchers using the light command hack and that its digital assistant customers could rely on a few easy safety measures. For one, they can set up a voice pin for Alexa shopping or other sensitive smart home requests. They can also use the mute button to disconnect power to the microphones. There is also a common sense solution to the light vulnerability. If you have a voice assistant in your home, keep it out of the line of sight from outside, Mr. Ginkin said, and don't give it access to anything you don't want someone else to access, he added. Moving forward to the nextweb.com, Facebook is secretly using your iPhone's camera as you scroll your feed. iPhone owners beware. It appears Facebook might be actively using your camera without your knowledge while you're scrolling your feed. The issue has come to light after a user going by the name of Joshua Maddox took to Twitter to report the unusual behavior, which occurs in the Facebook app for iOS, and footage he shared you can see his camera actively working in the background as he scrolls through his feed. 
The problem becomes evident due to a bug that shows the camera feed in a tiny sliver on the left side of your screen when you open a photo in the app and swipe down. TNW has since been able to independently reproduce the issue. We've reached out to Facebook for further comment, and Facebook has confirmed the issue, calling it a bug. Who would have guessed it, right? We've recently discovered our iOS app incorrectly launched in Landscape. In fixing that last week in the V246, we inadvertently introduced a bug where the app partially navigates to the camera screen when a photo is tapped. Facebook Vice President of Integrity Guy Rosen tweeted, We have no evidence of photos or videos uploaded due to this. So at least that. In the meantime, Rosen says Facebook is submitting a fix to the App Store. Moving forward to Futurism.com, Google's artificial intelligence built an AI that outperforms any made by humans. It's more accurate and more efficient than any other system. In May 2017, Google researchers at Google Brain announced the creation of AutoML, an artificial intelligence that's capable of generating its own artificial intelligence. Most recently, they decided to present AutoML with its biggest challenge to date, and the AI that can build AI created a child that outperformed all of its human-made counterparts. The Google researchers automated the design of machine learning models using an approach called reinforcement learning. AutoML acts as a controller neural network that develops a child AI network for specific tasks. For this particular child AI, which the researchers called NASNet, the task was recognizing objects, people, cars, traffic lights, handbags, backpacks, etc. In video, in real time. The Google researchers acknowledged that NASNet could provide and prove useful for a wide range of applications and have open-sourced the AI for inference on image classification and object detection. We hope that the larger machine learning community will be able to build on these models to address multitudes of computer vision problems we have not yet imagined, they wrote in their blog post. Though the application for NASNet and AutoML are plentiful, the creation of an AI that can build AI does raise some concern. For instance, what's to prevent the parent from passing down unwanted biases to its child? What if AutoML creates systems so fast that society can't keep up? It's not very difficult to see how NASNet could be employed in automated surveillance systems in the near future, perhaps sooner than regulations could be put in place to control such systems. Thankfully, world leaders are working fast to ensure such systems don't lead to any sort of dystopian future. Amazon, Facebook, Apple, and several others are all members of the Partnership on AI to Benefit People and Society, an organization focused on the responsible development of AI. The Institute of Electrical and Electronic Engineers, IEE, has proposed ethical standards for AI and DeepMind, a research company owned by Google's parent company, Alphabet, recently announced the creation of a group focused on the moral and ethical applications of AI. Various governments are also working on regulations to prevent the use of artificial intelligence for dangerous purposes, such as autonomous weapons, and so long as humans maintain control 
over the overall direction of AI development, the benefits of having an AI that can build AI should far outweigh any potential pitfalls. And moving forward to Local10.com, woman's eye burst. Her eye burst after spending too much time on phone, doctors say. Doctors say a woman was temporarily blinded after blood vessels burst in her eye following an all-night session of playing on her smartphone. An unidentified Chinese woman was able to take herself to the hospital after realizing the next morning she could no longer see out of her left eye. Asia Wire reports, the following morning, as soon as she woke up, she picked up her phone and started using it again, said Dr. Ku Wung Zhang. After five minutes later, the patient discovered she was unable to see out of her left eye. She couldn't see anything. Doctors found large patches of blood on her retina, which effectively blocked her vision. The ruptures were caused by physical exertion. The woman has since regained her vision in her left eye after doctors created a small hole on her retina, allowing the blood to be removed. Be careful using those phones, ones. Protect your eyes. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace.
Until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew. So you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. Asparagus, parsley, cucumber, carrot, don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana, boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with Herbnology. And I'll be talking about 10 medicinal weeds that you may grow in your backyard. The first one is chicory. The light blue flower, frequently seen along roads, provides the main commercial source for the compound inulin. Patients take inulin to fight high blood fats, including cholesterol and triglycerides, according to WebMD. Inulin promotes the growth of certain bacteria in the intestines. While some believe this can help digestion, others suffer serious flatulence when the inulin-fed bacteria build up. Some people add the dried and roasted root to coffee. Chicory coffee is especially popular in New Orleans. Red clover it contains chemical known as isoflavins. These chemicals can act like the female hormone estrogen in the body. Doctors have examined the clover chemicals as a treatment for hot flashes and other symptoms of menopause. Milk thistle. 
has a 2,000-year history as a liver medicine. Modern research has looked at thistle extract as a treatment for alcohol-induced liver damage. Substances in milk thistle, particularly the chemical silymarin, may protect the liver from damage after a person takes an overdose of other medications, including anacinaminophen, Tylenol. Milk thistle has also been an antidote to the poison from the death cat mushroom. Milkweed. Native Americans use milkweed as the contraceptive. According to the United States Department of Agriculture, the milky white sap that gives the plant its name served to remove warts. Horsetail. Ancient Greek and Romans used horsetail to stop bleeding, heal ulcers and wounds, and treat tuberculosis and kidney problems. It's also been known to help in weight loss. The tea has a mildly bitter flavor, similar to chamomile. Doctors recommend taking a multivitamin when drinking significant amounts of horsetail tea because it can flush nutrients such as vitamin B1, thiamine, and potassium out of one system as well. Dandelion. In the past, Europeans used remedies made from dandelion roots, leaves, and flowers to treat fever, boils, eye problems, diabetes, and diarrhea. According to the University of Maryland Medical Center, practitioners of traditional Chinese medicine take dandelions for stomach ailments and breast problems, such as inflammation or lack of milk flow. Dandelions have a bitter taste and contain vitamins A, B, C, and D, along with iron, potassium, and ink. Stinging nettle. That can put a hurt on hiker in shorts, but historically, the plant has served to treat aching muscles and joints, eczema, arthritis, and gout. People still use the plant to treat joint pain, and some studies have suggested that the plant can treat arthritis. Another study found that capsules of dried stinging nettle may reduce symptoms of hay fever. Europeans frequently use stinging nettle to treat bladder problems. Boiled nettle makes a side dish similar to collard greens. For those who brush alongside the stinging nettle, a remedy to the sting is often found growing nearby. Apply crushed up dandelion, horsetail, aloe vera, jewelweed, or the leaf of a dock or lock plant, it can counter the acid and the sting. And purslane, like many of the medicinal weeds on this list, purslane also makes a healthy snack. The plant contains high contents of omega-3 fatty acids. In traditional Chinese medicine, purslane treats genitourinary tract infections. Research published in Phytomedicine found that the plant reduced problems with cognition in older mice. Plantain. Since the age of the ancient Greek doctors have used plantains, the weed of the sidewalk cracks, not the fruit, to speed wound healing. In a training manual, Survival, Evasion, and Recovery, the United States Department of Defense recommends plantain as a poultice on wounds or as a nutrient-rich tea to treat diarrhea. And burdock root. Traditionally, healers of burdock used it to clear toxins from the blood and increase urination. According to the University of Maryland Medical Center, the plant is also used to treat skin ailments such as eczema, acne, and psoriasis. The leaves and roots of burdock are edible and contain inulin, like chicory, so they may aid digestion and or cause a nasty case of flatulence. 
Burdock also contains high quantities of antioxidants that can prevent damage to cells. So there you have it. Try looking in your own backyard to see if any of these wild medicinal weeds are at your disposal or plant them so that they can be. That's burdock, plantain, purslane, stinging nettle, dandelion, horsetail, milkweed, milk thistle, red clover, and chicory. Turn to the nature of the Most High for all of your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. To make a great impression To boost their likes and ratings Faking friendships just to get ahead As jaded as the walking dead Becoming the norm as corruption spread But truth is always waiting Much of us we've been taught to love or fear Are just moments on the journey here We must choose what we keep or let go Believe what you're told Or seek and go know To each his own Each man stands alone Confidence just be But we see them secretly full of fear And so hopelessly unaware Of how a loving heart and peaceful thoughts Keep the contents clear So we say caution to the scornful Your pride is gonna be a downfall Be humble when you're corrected Receive it willingly and be grateful Because of it's not the one is expected to use To effectively govern decision So without a long term plan and a precision You're ready for the mission To each his own Each man stands alone Strength, firm at the core, 
I and I sisters and brothers will endure. What we represent together is concentrated, pure, unselfish, raw, creation, law, order divine. See what you want.
trying to walk I'm floating I thought I knew everything I knew But what's that? That's when I heard intuition A beautiful voice within say Baby girl, they don't tend But you know I do I'm here to say Whatever you be going through Take time to peep in solitude And bloom It's you Take your rest and go and count those, count those blessings No second guessing, that's grace's gift Water them seeds, they'll sprout up to be all that you need Water them seeds, they'll sprout up your seen Plants turn to trees Beautiful Focus and do my best No more distractions Gratitude is satisfaction Time is on my side I give thanks when I rise Do better than the day before At least stay open to explore the wisdom Implementing the aim, aim Grace is a gift that has taught me in her favor Surrounded by lilies and lavender and bamboo trees I recognize my moments now than later Cause all aligned is much greater Gotta get my coins up, gotta make my mama proud Wanna get some new jeans, going downtown for a while Visioning falafel with tahini and avocado Then if you arriving to scoop me up Hopped in the whip, melons in my cup go, I feel it slow Trip it up so we back She moving so fast Ascension had us on blast The most important thing, if any, I've learned in my teen years Is simply drink my water and keep your thoughts clear I found it hella liberating to motivate myself and break all barriers I had created. Embrace that you can't waste, build up on all that. Hey, young girl, you're amazing. And yes, too, you're amazing, too. Won't deny the truth. I wanna hear the youth laugh, cause they hold the proof that here lays our greatest blooms. Water them seeds. Water them seeds. Water them seeds, they'll sprout up to be all that you need You'll see it bloom, 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 bloom Blub, bloom, bloom, bada, bloom, 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 bloom You'll see it bloom Water them seeds, that's grace's gift It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. 
That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace. And welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. Starting off with Jumiel. Jumiel is Hebrew for God is light. Day of God. Infinite. Universal. Luminous manifestations of God. Son of Simeon, Genesis 46.10, and Numbers 26.12, and 1 Chronicles 4.24, the name is Numiel. Metaphysically, Jumiel, God is light, day of God, symbolizes the time and individual unfoldment when the light of truth is accepted into consciousness and realized. The individual thus enters spiritual understanding, a comprehension of the light that is God, infinite and universal luminous manifestation of God. This comes about by the listening, attentive, obedient attitude of mind that Simeon, the father of Jumel, signifies. An infinite, metaphysically, infinite is that which embraces all the totality of being, including all knowledge, all space, all life, the complete all, that which was from the beginning is now and ever shall be, without end or limitation. It is that which is boundless, immeasurable, inexhaustible. The Most High is infinite and eternal. Abundance. Spiritual abundance are ideas and consciousness of the omnipresent supply and support of the one mind, invisible substance with infinite capacity of expansion when held in mind, affirmed and praised. All things whatsoever the Father hath are mine. John sixteen fifteen. An abundance steps in demonstrating abundance. First, we must recognize abundance as an idea that is real, and has the power to expand, then we must talk abundance, choose words representing abundance, and thus build up an invisible world of substance. And this way, we build or form in our mind that which draws to us an abundance of every good thing. For whatsoever hath to him shall be given. Luke 8.18 Jethro Jethro is Hebrew, which means his abundance, his superiority, his preeminence, his excellence, his cords, his nerves and tendons. Priest of Midian and father-in-law of Moses, Exodus 3.1. Metaphysically, Jethro means his excellence, his superiority, his abundance. Midian means judgment and Horeb, solitude. The metaphysical interpretation of Exodus 3.1 is that we have to go into the solitude of the inner and lead our flock of thoughts to the back of the wilderness where dwells the exalted one, the divine I am, whose kingdom is good judgment or right judgment. There we are in training for 40 years until we arrive at a four-sided or balanced state of mind. And Kalah, Kalah is a Syrian for completed, 
finished, soundness, firmness, integrity, strength, balanced judgment, an ancient or an old man, a man whom age and experience have brought to fullness of perfection, a city in Assyria that was built either by Nimrod or Assur in Genesis 10.11. Metaphysically, Kalah belongs to the intellectual or mental reasoning plane in man. It signifies a state of consciousness that is built about the belief that age, as it relates to time and experience, bring balanced judgment and fullness or perfection. Sense wisdom. Let man to take the way of experience in order to acquire knowledge, in order to become as the Most High. Because of this choice, man's road to perfection has been long, winding, and thorny, but experience has helped to bring him to the place or degree of enfoldment wherein he perceives and is willing to unify himself with his indwelling spirit of truth that he may enter into true spiritual understanding and God-likeness. And Cana is Hebrew for place of reeds, reed, cane, staff, spear, measuring rod, rule, balance, hollow tube, a town in Galilee where Yeshua performed his first miracle by turning water into wine at the marriage feast, John 2, 1-11. Metaphysically, Cana means place of reeds, reed, measuring rod, balance, rule. In the body, it is symbolized by the larynx. Cana of Galilee is the power center in consciousness. The larynx originates and measures the volume and character of the sounds of the voice. Galilee, circle, a circuit, rolling energy, furnishes the vibratory force that acts through the place of reeds. And machir. Machir is Hebrew for sold, purchased, acquired, gotten, enslaved. The firstborn son of Manasseh, Genesis 50-23, Joshua 17-1. Son of Emil, in Lod-Debar, he took care of Mephibosheth, a crippled son of Jonathan, until David took him to his home, 2 Samuel 9-4. Metaphysically, Machir, sold, acquired, imparting, receiving, represents the balance that must actively exist in us if we are abidingly to possess true understanding and strength. Manasseh, father of one Machir, represents understanding. Emil, father of the other Machir, symbolizes the strength of spiritual ideas in consciousness. There must be a balance in gaining both true understanding and strength, also in conscious increase of all the other spiritual qualities. We must both receive of spirit within us and give out or use what we have received in building up our own soul and body in truth and in helping others. Thus a right balance is attained and we become firmly established in those qualities. If a proper balance is not maintained, a sense of limitation or bondage enslaved results. And Jason is a Greek form of Joshua, which means helper, deliverer, healer, he who succors, he who cures. 
Jehovah delivers. A Christian friend of Paul at Thessalonica, he was brought before the rules of the city because of having received Paul and Silas in his home. Acts 17, 6-9 Metaphysically, Jason means deliverer, healer, he who cures. Jehovah delivers. He represents the I am in its first stage of growth in the higher law. He is hauled before the rulers and accused of setting up a new king in opposition to Caesar. He is called upon to give security for the brethren. That is, he heals the breach between the opposing forces in the consciousness by making concessions for the time being. He sends away the fiery Paul and the psalm-singing Silas, and harmony is restored. We should not be too full of zeal in our spiritual ongoing. We are apt to become fanatical and disagreeable and make ourselves obnoxious. Pour oil on your troubled waters by now and then going into silence and holding for harmony, slipping away in the night. Giddeth. Giddeth is Hebrew for stringed musical instrument from or of Gath. Giddeth is thought to have been a musical instrument made at Gath, or else the title of certain psalms that were sung during the time of gathering grapes and making wines. Psalms 8, 81, and 84. Metaphysically, Giddeth is soul refinement through seeming trial. The deep peace and harmony into which the soul enters after a seeming conflict has been experienced because of a flow of new life into consciousness and the consequent quickening and resurrecting of all the forces of the organism into newness of life. Grapes suggest life, and wine also stands for the life of spirit with its renewing power. Whenever a great quickening takes place in man before error is fully overcome and the consciousness is thoroughly purified, he seems to be stimulated to unrighteousness as well as to good. This is where the apparent travail or trial comes in. It is in the overcoming and the rising above the apparent limitations of sense. When this is accomplished, greater harmony and peace reign in the soul than it has known before, and the soul radiates harmony to the whole organism. Thus the soul really becomes a musical instrument for divine service and truth. And the cosmos, metaphysically, an order, a system, a harmony, the opposite of chaos. The universe is a cosmos because it expresses divine mind, the essence of all harmony and order. And jubil. Jubil is Hebrew for principle of sound, source of joy, source of moral affections, source of happiness, cry of joy, jubilation, a constant stream, moral prosperity, harmony, melody, music. Son of Lemek by his wife Adah, Jubal was the father of all such as handled the harp and pipe. In other words, he represents the principle of harmony, which might find expression in musical instruments. Some suppose him to have been the inventor of the harp and the mouth organ, Genesis 4.21. Metaphysically, Jubal is the natural rhythm, harmony, and joy of life, a constant stream, music, source of joy, that are experienced 
when the soul radiates grace, beauty of thought, and character, and comeliness, and the body is healthy and strong, and harmony, divine harmony, is perfect accord with the goodness, the beauty, and the righteousness of the omnipresent spirit. Everything is governed by fixed law, and harmony is its expression. This is illustrated by the living body, which is a sensitive instrument responsive to the touch of the master, I am. And how we lose divine harmony is when the will is centered in the external and loses sight of the ideal. It breaks the connection between spirit and manifestation, and thus man loses the harmony that is under his divine law. And how divine harmony is restored is through a knowledge of the truth of being man is restored to divine harmony. He must know the truth about himself and conform to it in all his thinking and not be misled by appearances. And power, man's power, man's innate control over his thoughts and feelings, a quickening from on high, must precede his realization of dominion. Ye shall receive power when the Holy Spirit is come upon you. Acts 1.8 God is all power, Thus all things are possible with him. The mind and the body of man have power to transform energy from one plane of consciousness to another. This is the power and dominion implanted in man from the beginning. The climax of man's power and dominion is set forth in the resurrection and ascension of the tight man, Yeshua. In mind, power is increased through exalted ideas these show us the relation between the world without and the mind within, and we find that they are parallel. Whatever you see in the external, you may be assured it has its parallel in mind. The same law is operating in the spiritual realm and the material realm under different mass of manifestation. The one thing to understand is that whatever we see without is controlled by something within. This law once revealed to the mind, clears up the whole creation and show how the Most High works. Man is the power of the Most High in action. To man is given the highest power in the universe, the conscious of power of thought. There is a universal creative force that urges man forward to the recognition of the creative power of his individual thought. This thought is elemental and all its attributes come under the dominion of man. When he cooperates with principle, man sits on the throne of his authority, and the elemental force is subject to him. Spiritual power is omnipresent. It is released in our body by spiritualizing our consciousness. This divine energy will surge through us as we erase negative thoughts from consciousness and become one with the God-mind. Ziv Ziv is Hebrew for radiant, shining, brightness, splendor, beauty, especially of flowers, blooming, flowering, flower month, month of the brightness of flowers, the second month of the Hebrew sacred year, and the eighth month of the Hebrew civil year. 1 Kings 6 1 37. It was during this month. In the 480th year, after the Israelites left Egypt,
that Solomon began to build the house of Jehovah, or temple in Jerusalem. This month was also called Lair. Metaphysically, Ziv is the phase of individual unfoldment wherein one expresses the truth of being in one's words, blooming, brightness, splendor, flowering. A month, in fact, any division of time signifies a step in unfoldment. The meaning of Ziv calls to mind the third line of the little stanza, kind hearts are the cardens, kind thoughts are the roots, kind words are the blossoms, kind deeds are the fruits. And this brings to mind such texts as a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a network of silver, Proverbs 25.11. The tongue is the wise of health, Proverbs 12.18. Death and life and the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18.21. What man is he that desireth life, and loveth many days, that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile, Psalms 34.12 and 13. True words are blossoms of the heart and soul that bring forth fruit to eternal life, that radiate the brightness and splendor of spirit in the life, of the individual. Abdon. Abdon is Hebrew for servile, service, a servant. A judge of Israel, he had 40 sons and 30 sons' sons that rode on three score and ten ass cults, and he judged Israel eight years. Judge 12, 13 to 15. The name of the city in Asher that was given to the children of Gershon, of the family of the Levites, Joshua 21.30. Metaphysically, Abdon is a phase of the judging, discerning faculty in man. Abdon served Israel as judge. The 40 sons imply a thought of completeness, and the 70 ass cults refer to the animal part of man as expressed through the seven senses. Seventy, being a multiple of seven, and showing a tenfold increase of the expression of this animal phase of consciousness, which was held in dominion by the thoughts for which Abdon's sons and sons' sons stand. The writing of Abdon's sons and sons' sons on seventy asses show that in thought the animal phase of man symbolized by the ass, meekness, stubbornness, persistency, and endurance is in subjection. One meaning of servile is held in subjection. And Abdon died, and he was buried in Parathon in the land of Ephraim, on the hill country of the Amalekites, Judge 12.15. This means that, as the thought of good judgment, service, and dominion over the animal phase of man, symbolized by Abaddon and by the riding of his son's sons on the asses, sinks deeper into the consciousness a fuller uplifting of the animal forces, appetites, and passions may be accomplished. The city of Abdon symbolizes a happy, fixed state of consciousness or an aggregation of thoughts of judgment and service utilized by natural religious tendencies of the individual man from which opposite thoughts of error have been expelled. Hushathite is Hebrew for Name for the dwellers of Hushash. 
Sebekai, the Hashathite, was one of David's valiant men. 2 Samuel 21.18 He was appointed captain over 24,000 who served King David in the eighth month of the year. Each year. 1 Chronicles 27.11 In 2 Samuel 23.27 He is called Mebani. Metaphysically, Hushathite is a thought belonging to and springing from the Hushath thought, an attitude of mind. And Husha is Hebrew for haste, speed, vehemence, passion, eagerness, feverishness, lust, animal passion. A man of the tribe of Judah, First Chronicles 4, 4. Metaphysically, Husha is the swiftness and vehemence of unrepressed desire. In its expression, this desire becomes good or evil according to the thoughts by which it is directed. And Sheminith. Sheminith is Hebrew for eight, the eighth, octave, aggregation, accretion, increased, fattened, enlarged, excelling, an eight-stringed musical instrument. According to Chesinuis, a technical musical term denoting the lowest tones sung by men, the modern basso, in opposition to female or boys' voices, a musical instrument of eight strings, First Chronicle 1521, Psalm 6 and 12. Metaphysically, Shemineth is the organism of man attuned to the infinite, the individual living, acting, being in harmony with spirit, complete in him, eight, the eighth, octave, an eight-stringed instrument, the eight chakras. Also, the great good that results from such living, increased, enlarged, excelling. Eight is double four, and the city that lieth four square, the new Jerusalem, refers to man perfected, fully rounded out on every side and in every way. Man's body is a musical instrument meant to give forth the harmony of divine mind. Therefore, it must be kept in tune with the infinite. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. If uh, one would uh, open up such truth as the truth of God uh, to the people, I do think that he's within his right to stay out of the sight of the people until he has uh, uh, won everything to himself as the Bible referred for us to it like this that uh, he's something like a king looking uh, for a kingdom and that he go and he uh, visit the, the people and then he leaves the people and goes away and wait until the time when that he can secure the kingdom then he returns to the people that uh, he had made himself uh, manifest. So I think that is a pretty good uh, answer. Well, uh, I can't do anything without consulting my crystal. Let's uh, go inside here. We'll uh, come along, I'll show you. And right here. Sit right down here. That's it. <laughs> this, uh, this is the same genuine, magic, authentic crystal 
used by the priests of Isis and Osiris in the days of the pharaohs of Egypt, in which Cleopatra first saw the approach of Julius Caesar, Mark Anthony, and, uh, and so on and so on. Now, uh, you, uh, you'd better close your eyes, my child, for a moment in order to be better in tune with the infinite. It's frustrating when you just can't express yourself. And it's hard to trust enough to untrust yourself. Stand exposed and naked in a world full of hatred. Where the sick thoughts of mankind control all the sacred. I pause, take a step back, record all the setbacks. And fast forward towards the stars in the jetpack. My feet might fail me, my heart might ail me. The synagogues of Satan might accuse and jail me. Strip crown nail me, brimstone hail me. They might defeat the flesh, but they could never ever kill me. They might could feel the music, but could never ever feel me. To the lawyers, to the sheriffs, to the judges, to the debt holders and lawmakers. Fuck you, sue me, bill me. That name on that birth certificate, that ain't the real me. The lies can't conceal me. The sunrise and the moon ties and the sky's gonna reveal me. My brain pours water out, my tear ducts to heal me. My law's too beneficent. The message grab a hold to every ear and get whispered in. The waters in the bayous of New Orleans still glistening. The universe is listening. Be careful what you say in it. My grandma told me every bed a nigga make, he lay in it. The church you go to pray in it. Work is on the outside, staring out the windows is for love songs and house flies. I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I also want to take a moment to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Freddie the Stupid, Victory Ceremony, Matt DeGuia, Timeless, Jay Electronica, featuring Latanya Givens, Better in Tune with the Infinite, Maisie Blue, Grace, Arnold Jarvis, Inspiration, 
Ja nine, Maat, each man, F soul, greens, clear angel, feeling good, ready to stupid, Mexican guy in Mozambique, Shafiq Hussein, silhouettes and curtains, Meath, Afronaut, La Maestro K, life, clear angel, be strong, love soul and Kingo, Nadine Caesar, believe. At Jazz, Galaxy Art Remix, Marla Brown, Survivor, Little Sims, Wings, Lady Amla, Let It Rain, Harlem Mix, DJQT Version, Leandra Johnson, Change Is Now, Ja Nine, Keep Holding On, The Whitefield Brothers, Featuring Botka, Earthology, Ty Phoenix, Waking Up, Yeza, Rebel Impress. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth, ground, build, give. Be you till full love, so that you can rise and ascend. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all.
Thank you.